Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Graphic Word Podcast, here to connect nerd culture to faith and leveling up our lives as we go about it. Thanks for tuning in, and here's what we have in store for you today. Hello, crew, and welcome to uh, our awesome time of Level Up Chat with Mike or Level Up Talk with Wilson. Um, guys, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I am uber excited about this guest uh, that I've got. Solomon, thank you for jumping onto the live. You are an amazing human being slash person. Um, yeah, I'm super excited about my guest today. Like, legit, he's one of the dudes that got me amped about nerd ministry. Um, actually, it was my mentor that that pointed me over to Faith and Fandom and be like, maybe you should like check out some of uh, this dude's stuff and what he's been throwing down. Um, he's Hector Mure. From Faith and Fandom, he's a ministry from the States, yeah, Southern Brother, and it's awesome and exciting, um, and he's been doing this for 10 years, man, can you believe 10 years, it's so cool, um, but he, he does so much, A, he's got tons of books, FYI, here's one that you should totally be checking out, and I may have an article in there, maybe, you're gonna have to come check it out. And check out his website, too. You can check out all of the articles there. Uh, he also does EMCing. Like, he, he does DJing, which is so cool, too, uh, seeing on the side. But he goes to the Comic-Cons, is able to share ministry, and he's done even Comic-Con churches, which I think, oh, man, that's like the next step level of nerdum and ministry mixing together. It is so cool. Um, and he, he's actually participated in our ministry in the past uh, with you know, being able to share what we do with Watch of Mordor, as you guys seen uh, displayed earlier. Um, he's been a, a partner, a friend, a bro for some advice, uh, encouragement. Also, one of the favorite segments I have is his emotional support hobbit. So throwing out some of that encouragement and love on there. You can check him out on TikTok. And you know what? Enough of Wilson doing all this talking. I, I want to get you guys seeing the man himself. And that will be... Our man Hector. Hey Hector, thanks for coming on in. Oh, yeah, man. So I got I I you gotta tell the people more about you, because like I very briefly gave a synopsis on like kind of roughly what you're about, but like how how did Faith and Phantom even start out? Um, it started primarily, I think, um I I grew up as a believer and uh a geek about the same time frame. Like, um, I, I met Jesus about the same time that Batman, the animated series was coming on TV. Wow. And, um, <laughs> like, it was kind of like, I grew up with both of those things. And, um, like, honestly, I spent a much more of my teenage years and everything more heavily on the Jesus end of things than the geek end of things. Mm. Um, and it's really surprising looking back at it. It was like, honestly, like 2005, I really kind of like doubled down on the geek end of things, but I just, I've always loved superheroes and good storytelling and video games and stuff like that. And you know, that thing, like when you're growing up, you think you have to do things a certain grown up way. So, um, I wanted to, you know, I knew God had called me into ministry. And so, you know, I was going into Bible college and I was running a children's summer camp, um, and doing like Bible classes with the schools and stuff. And I started getting like, um, I started wanting to do, uh, some kind of geeky themed ministries here and there. Like there's, I tried to pitch one summer of summer camp of doing like a 
where each cabin was a different like superhero location and decoration and stuff like that. And it just totally got shot down oh, um, so because cool. it was too worldly. <laughs> it was too worldly. Oh, and, man. um, but there's only like one person out of our whole staff that felt that way. But, you know, it was like, you know, enough to kind of squelch it. So we ended up just turning all of the Old Testament people into superheroes and it, it worked. Um, but uh, I've kind of always, I think, had that as a heart. But it really started. Um, I started going. I went to my first Comic-Con in like 2010. Oh, wow. And and I went to my first con in 2010 and loved it had a great experience and uh made some friends and everything uh went back the next year as a cosplayer uh went back the next year and I, at that point in time i was doing a youtube channel and mm-hmm. um i had my a little youtube series that i was doing and um i did the that comic-con and at that point in time it was the biggest comic-con in our area um uh i did a cosplay contest and interacted where like i just videoed every cosplayer I could find at the whole show um, and let people vote on YouTube. And then I collected prizes from artists and vendors to give out to like um, the winners and the con, the con itself actually used my cosplay contest from YouTube as their official one. Oh, Um, because, because they'd never really done one on their own before. And so I spent a lot of that year, like 2012 uh, really like, just kind of like building relationships and realizing I was connecting with a lot of people. I was meeting people that were believers. Um, but the big thing I noticed after three years of going to cons was, um, I wasn't finding anywhere at the show I was going to specifically that had honestly like a place that if you were a believer that you would feel like you could connect or if you were curious about faith that you could honestly get any kind of, inkling or answers or anything like that and um i I just felt like in a room of thirty thousand people and like 800 artists and vendors there has to be like somebody in here who could be a good place to connect with over the gospel and i really just wasn't finding anything and so it faith and tandem primarily started because i said all right this doesn't exist the way i think it could for the sake of potential um I'm going to write a Bible study book just for this one event. And I'm going to bring it back next year because I'd been looking into it in the best way that I felt like I could share the gospel in that space and not get thrown out was to, uh, if I came in as an artist, because an artist has the right, like anybody else at a show to sit at their table and talk about their product. Mm. Um, and so if my product is a Bible study about how you can be a geek and still love Jesus or, you know, how Jesus wants you, even if you feel outcast from the rest of society, if I if that was my product and then me having a booth of that meant I could be in this room with 30,000 people and have every right to share about my faith. Um, and so uh, almost immediately after that, um, just making that decision, a uh, summer camp uh called me and asked me to to do a week of camp for them and they wanted it to be uh superhero themed and and you know i was like do you want like to say that elijah is a superhero or do you can i like literally do talk about superheroes and then point it back to the bible said they said do whatever you want and um 
So cool. I actually wrote I wrote the first eight chapters of Faith and Fandom, um, the superhero chapters, as the chapel sessions for that camp. And um, then I spent the rest of the year like writing um, writing the rest of the book or the, the rest of the time it took to write it. And um, that, that was just the goal of it was that, you know, I was going to set up at this one con. And that would be my only time ever doing it. Like my literal plan was like uh, summer of 2014. I'm going to set up at one show. Yeah. And that's it. I, you know, I would that would be done and I'd move on to whatever else I was doing with my life. And <laughs> um, but when I did that, um, it blew up really well at that show. Like I had other comic Cons saying, oh, we want you at our show. We had I had a con asking me to come to a Sunday morning church service. Um I had a just I had an overwhelmingly positive response at that first show and you know that first show I think that first year went from five shows maybe the first year to like pretty much after that it consistently got to 20 to 25 shows a year. Wow. Um oh, like that's I th- a lot of Comic-Con. It is. It is and like it was by 2019 every other weekend I was at a show. Um and, uh, and it just kind of blew up from there and the, you know, it eventually added layers of podcasting and some different stuff like that. And, uh, like speaking at places and doing events, but really it was just, I saw a space where a lot of passionate people were gathered and I knew that I couldn't be the only believer in the room. And I know I couldn't, that I knew that out of a space that big, there was a lot of people that were searching and I wanted to try and be kind of a bridge for both of those. So that's how it really started, dude. Oh my goodness, I, I still get chills on your on you sharing that and just how how it's grown and developed. Because like, legitimately, and, and I, I love how you kind of touch basis on this. It's just like there is kind of a bit of a culture within within the church that kind of goes so like that's way too close to the world. Like you you you, you can't really just dive into it as much as you would like to. Um, like sharing a story personally, when we were throwing the idea of, uh, graphic word being connected with youth for Christ here, um, like that, that was my main concern was that they're going to be like, oh man, this is like way too close into the culture. This is, this is weird. Like, do we want to dive into this? Are we encouraging some bad, uh, addictions or habits that can be notorious within nerd culture? I'll admit that. Um, but like, how do we even explore that? And the only concern that we ever had <laughs> brought up by one of our board members actually was, so how are you going to distinguish between fun and work? Because it just sounds like you're going to have like way too much of a good time with this kind of stuff like that. And I was like, oh man, like that's actually kind of awesome that, that we were able to see some of that. But there, there is still worry within that dynamics of like, how, how far is it going into the culture in one way? but then still sharing Jesus. And I, I love how, how you put it there, that when you were at that Comic-Con, you were like legitimately going, I, I feel like I don't have a rep here. I, I feel like there's nowhere that's really repping the faith side on this point, and I wish there was something there. But instead of just even like going, oh, I wish there was something there. Okay, I'll leave it. Whatever. Like, just kind of drop it. Like, anyone typically would, right? They'd just be like, oh, well, then I just won't do that, and who cares? No, you you made the space for it. 
you, you took a risk, you jumped out for it. And now like, dude, seeing your posts online and guys, again, you, you can follow this dude on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, and check out what it's like when he's at his booth and just seeing other nerds totally cosplaying it up. Your daughter actually this past weekend uh, being uh, Spider-Gwen. I was so excited. Yeah. I was ready to show my daughter and be like, oh my goodness, you should look at this. You should do this. So it was, it well, was and, and there's certain shows too, like uh, some of my kids will want to go to just for the cosplay end of it. Like um, mm. I think one of our big shows we did last year, um, my daughter uh, spent one whole day as Nezco and one whole day as um, Hanji from Attack on Titan. And wow. You know, just in the midst of everything. And she spent, like, she spent her own money to buy cosplays uh, just to wear to that one show. And I don't think she's worn it since then. But, like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you know, a good thing to be able to get involved together with. Oh, no, that's so cool. No, that's amazing. Um, So, I, I want to throw, throw a question at you. This is more of a pro, because, like, 10 years of doing devotionals and doing ministry and stuff like that... Um, I'll ask first thing. What's your, what's been your favorite ministry moment with faith and fandom? Uh, and then I'll follow up with then what's your favorite article uh, from all your devotions? Cause you know, that's an easy question to just lay out there for you to pick through. Um, but which one's your favorite and, and why those moments and why, why that article, if you don't mind. Oh, um, <laughs> There's there's uh, there's a lot, um, but um, I, I oh, there's I mean there's been some favorites like um, I'm gonna gi- I'm gonna give you a broad stroke of some favorites across the way. All good, um, man. Uh, so this uh, there's a show maybe two years ago. A woman drove four hours to come to a show I was at just because I was at the show because she wanted to say that my memes keep her encouraged. Oh. <laughs> and oh. I'm like, wait, what? And like legitimately somebody drove, she'd never read one of my books. She'd never listened to a podcast. She literally only knew me from memes. Wow. And she said that my memes kept her encouraged. And those were the only things that prompted her to read scripture. Oh man. Um, and you know, it's little things like that. Um, you know, very short version of the story. I had a person that I was, my booth was next to his at a show and he was an agnostic that was making a comic book about how God sucked and he was bitter at God. He had, he had lost a spouse. His life was upside down. And when I met him, they had put us next to each other at a show. So he had a comic book anti God next to my booth. And, um, (laughs) Like, fast forward um, six years later, he's a believer. He's a deacon in his church. He had me officiate his wedding oh. and then asked me to do a gospel presentation at his ceremony. Oh, man. Uh, wow. Uh, and, um, like, and I don't take credit for how that turned out, but I got to be part of the whole journey. Um, oh. And um, so, uh, but like, uh, and I'll just say this one as far as a favorite because it's the freshest. It's from a show from last weekend. Um, there's a, I did a show last weekend, and one of the main volunteers that coordinates the show um, 
like uh, I, I you've seen like you put it in your post and everything. I had my uh, wrestling belt. Uh, that's kind of like the ten year anniversary thing, and yeah. um, I, I had it put made in white leather specifically so I could get people to sign it. Oh wow! And um, and so what I've been doing, like I'm not asking like every random person at the booth, but like <laughs> if there's people that have been encouragers of this for a while, I'm asking them to sign the belt. And so he was the first person I asked, and I was like, hey. I just want to say you've been a big encouragement in my ministry. Um, I wondered if you'd sign this belt before we're out of here. Wow. And um, he got choked up and uh, he got really choked up with it. And he said, I'll come back before the show's over and sign it. And he, he did. And he came back to sign it and he showed me in this. He pulled out his Bible. He said, look, this is the scripture I'm referencing on here. Here's why I'm referencing this. And um, he, he just literally stood at my booth for about five, six minutes and just poured out encouragement and then uh he came behind the booth he gave me the belt and he just like hugged me and he grabbed me by like the back of my head and like pulled me into the hug and he started (laughs) saying he's like listen i know you get tired i know doing this on a consistent basis is exhausting i know you feel like you're alone and he's like don't you stop oh don't you stop doing this and at that point in time he's crying i'm crying and like this dude literally we're standing in a in the middle of a comic-con there's like a live action ghostbusters scene going on right in front of us there's a ton of people for a cosplay like i mean it's it's a chunky crowded room and this dude's literally like death gripping hugging me praying over me and pouring into me because he said just like the two times because i'd literally met this dude once before um dude and but the encouragement was that strong and you know um he said that i met his daughter a little bit later too his daughter's my age and um, so this dude's like, this isn't like some young weeb. This is like a 65-year-old man. Yeah. Um, and his daughter said, my dad's been talking about you all year long. And oh. uh, so, and because I'll say that's the my favorite just because it's freshest. Um, um, and then I'll give you two for the book stuff. I'll say one for me for sure. is um, uh, there's a chapter on Red Hood. Um, in one of the books, I can't remember which one. Um, uh, let's go with five. I don't know. Um, cause once you add like before, as it exists, just on the website, there's about 160 devotionals. Wow. Um, when yeah, you add that and right now I'm currently editing, uh, the book that's coming off of our radio stuff and there's 101 just in that. So like there's. 260 plus devotionals in there so that literally blends together a lot um i have to go back and look but uh, there's one on red hood and the fact that it's he's not the hero that um he's uh constantly uh seeking redemption or that he's it's not about being good enough on his own and like there's just some stuff in for that that was really personal for me and that Mm -hmm. i felt like when i reflect on me and my walk and where i feel i stand with god um there's times i feel kind of like that anti-hero level and there's just something about that writing that chapter that was really good for me um and i also this is just i don't know if it's definitely not a favorite but it was a it was potent um i was writing a chapter on kubo and the two strings and it really helped me process the death of my parents wow um so that was the thing but on that same note um there's a gentleman that comes by my booth every year literally for the last decade and um uh he came up to me and he's he's older than me he's probably 50 um and he came up to me that said that uh his dad had died um like 
eight weeks prior to that moment. And um, I wrote a chapter early, maybe it's maybe in book two of uh, there's a chapter on nobody stays dead in comics, overcoming the fear of death. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, and he said that he's read, he had read that chapter daily since his dad died and it had helped him uh, be okay. And so it's, it's, it's stuff like that just because the, the biggest thing that like, cause you know, when I, when I said that I first looked at the shows and cons and that whole world, like it really did kind of have that thing where Jesus, when he looked at the crowds, um, he had compassion on them because they looked like they were lost, like sheep without a shepherd. I think all of the best moments for me are those moments when I feel like I've got to help be a shepherd in that capacity. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And like, oh, that's that's just so cool. And being able to share that, share that experience with someone that they were willing to, like, they had that impact and willingness to share how that chapter was was something that was holding them a bit together that they could lean on, that they could they could just find that rest and bit of peace and and be vulnerable to you. Like that, that's just, dude. That's a whole other tier level of just like sharing Jesus uh, again and just like, no, well, like it is, man. Like I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to oversell it by any means. I, I think, I think it's such a interesting dynamic that we have in this kind of nerd ministry that there's so many ties to key characters that can be impacting on on people or really bring out another dynamic to their faith that they may not have ever thought of. And uh, the, the reason why I bring that up is actually um, during the pandemic, when you couldn't like do anything or, or be around anyone hardly. Um, of course we were just as confused as anyone else's. It's like, what do we do at this point? Like, how do we, how do we keep on doing ministry? And like we, graphic word at that point was very impersonal, very uh, direct in, into you know, connecting with you and stuff like that. Um, so I had a bunch of teens that were just like, I'm not oh, sure I understand. Whoop, don't mind Siri. She's just interrupting. <laughs> um, but legitimately, we had teens that we met at one of the parks, of course, kept our distance and masked up and all that kind of stuff like that. But one of the things that we were doing were we were just reading through some of your devotions and just processing through some of it. And I'd be like, oh, so like, what's your favorite fandom in this one? And we'll read, read that one for today. And one of them, it was the Walking Dead chapter that you had written down. And the idea of, and I, I never watched the Walking Dead other than the first episode. I could never get past it because of the betrayal of the, uh, oh, I'm trying to, the sheriff's wife. I could never get past that just off of second episode. I was like, I can't do it. It's weird, but um, this girl, she was, like, so in, intrigued by it. And the thing that really stood out was, in, in that chapter, it was talking about how one of the girls had a zombie with her, uh, tethered and close by, and that became their downfall, was having that zombie not controlled and let able to be let loose, and it was, like, sin in your life. You don't think it's really an issue. You think you got it under control, but it will still come after you. And that just hit her. Like, a, like 
oh, whoa, I never thought of sin like that. Like, I, you just always talk about sin's bad. You just got to deal with it. Like, always fight against it. But, like, to have that tangible thought, like, it, it totally shifted things for her. And I'm like, that was speaking to your nerdy interest, but very much in a practical, like, this is what sin is an issue for for a person who's following Jesus or not even following Jesus. Just thinking, oh, well, it's fine. It's going to be part of your own demise if, you, if you're not careful. And, oh, like, to this day, I still get chills remembering her face and seeing how she's just kind of like, whoa, that, that was way other level. And, oh, yeah, I'm still getting chills. Sorry. Um, but but no it was apologies. just so cool to see. And, and so I, I have to say thank you for that moment because if we didn't have your devotions there to read it, to process it, like I would have never been able to see that kind of moment that connected in a nerdy way. Um, yeah, it's just so cool. Um, all right. So I've already asked your favorite, um, favorite moment and your favorite book. I'll, I'll ask this. And this is the typical nerd question. You got to ask it just in general. Favorite fandom period. Like the most inf invested fandom that you're into right now. Mm. I'd say across the board, it's Doctor Who. If you're asking right now, it's probably Ted Lasso. Okay. Um, okay. Um, and I know Ted Lasso isn't your typical geek thing, but like. There's a lot of people really passionate about it, so it's it's in there. Um, I'd say um, Doctor Who has been just the best storytelling device for um, life, relationships, emotional things. I think it's been the biggest canvas for just good connecting moments, like uh, um, and uh, especially uh, Peter Capaldi's Doctor. I think was one of the biggest. Like, his whole story arc for me is one of the best things. Um, and Ted Lasso's just been really good and emotionally encouraging. And so at that same show where the guy, like, hugged me and cried and everything, um, I had another dude who stood at my booth for an hour and a half, easy, um, just talking about the emotional and spiritual implications of Ted Lasso. Wow. Um, and... Well, and Harley Quinn, too, but it, it got weird with that. Um, <laughs> but, like, uh, but it, it we got on to Harley Quinn because one of the guys from Ted Lasso was on that Valentine's special. That's, that's oh, how it got there. Um, uh, so we were, but we talked about, you know, that and, you know, I think that's just one of the biggest things is because I really do think that um, because everybody's passionate about something, even if they're not vocal and expressive about it, and... I just think the stuff that we, if you can, if if you can find something somebody's passionate about, there's a way the gospel can tie into that. Mm. Um, because I think that a lot of the things that we find entertaining and inspiring in fiction and pop culture mm. um, is we find it that inspiring and that entertaining and that connecting because it's reflecting a bigger truth. Mm. And and I, I think that's I think that's one of the things why I think this stuff works so well is because ultimately the message of the gospel is always going to relate back 
because every story of redemption, every story of hope, every story of betrayal, every story of forgiveness is always going to tie back into that. Mm-hmm. No, 100%, man. Um, so I, I'm going to ask also, um, we so this is obviously level of talk with Wilson, and, and part of what we do on, on the Fridays, uh, we offer a level of challenge. Uh, so something to take home uh, after the chat. And I'm not saying we're... we're we're not cutting it off right now at this point. There's still a little bit more time that we got in connecting. And, man, I could hang out with Hector all day, like, legitimately. This dude is amazing. Um, you got to get me to Canada, man. I know. I got to <laughs> I gotta find a way to bring you up, man. Like, it's just, oh, we got we to gotta bring you up. Because, man, there's so many peeps I'd want you to get in touch with and just hang out, nerd out, and, like binge watch Ted we'll put, Lasso we'll, we'll, or put, stuff like we'll, we'll put a whole, we'll put a whole mini con on it there let's go yes man oh man because <laughs> yeah we, we could use some upgrading on some of our con stuff in the area that that's sad story but uh, <laughs> but um what I what I always find important um and you've you've alluded this to different points right like how we connect the Bible the, the gospel to nerdum and stuff like that. And I guess my, my big question that I want to throw down to you is what has been the, a big level up moment for you? And uh, aside from choosing to follow Jesus, which is like the ultimate level up moment, but like what has been the big level up moment for you from that point onward uh, that still maybe resonates or impacts you or challenges you to level up each and every day? So, um, it has like zero to nothing to do with my nerdy life. Um, <laughs> uh, um, but I'll, I'll say like, as far as like, if you're talking about, um, level up moments that go beyond, like beyond salvation, like that's just like with that, um, I had been a minister with a camp ministry for about a decade mm. and, I love that ministry. I still love that ministry. I serve on the board for that ministry. My kids work at that camp now. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like, I, I love that ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had felt God calling me to work with something more along the lines of discipleship. Um, and because a lot of what I was doing was either just evangelism or just teaching. And I didn't have a chance to actually develop relationships and disciple. And I really felt like that's where I was being called to. Mm. And, um, there was, a the guy who ran that ministry was pretty much my father figure on, in the ministry life and in adult life, honestly, in general, he was the best father figure I'd had. And one of the things that they had put into practice was like, listen, if you're leaving this ministry, because everybody here does so much, we need time to prepare. So if you're leaving this ministry, we ask that everyone give a six-month notice. Oh, wow. And, um, like, because I respected all the people that I was involved with and I wanted to honor it as best as possible, um, I gave my six-month notice with zero idea where I was going, what I was doing, or how I was going to provide for my family. Wow. Um, and I had, uh, it was, it came at the end of a really good season. It wasn't like a dramatic, oh, I'm mad at everybody and I'm leaving. It was, um, 
I literally had the best success I'd ever had at like at that point in time I was running music festivals. Yeah, yeah. Um and we just had the best music festival we'd ever done, great responses, people came to Christ. I mean, it was just like things were at a high point. And um I remember standing on the stage at the end of uh the concert, everybody else had gone home. I was looking at like, you know, the leftover blankets and debris and stuff of the show and i'm just watching the sunset standing there at the um on the stage for the last day of the festival and like i really just felt like god say all right you've done all you can do here and like that all right it's time to move on and uh so like i prayed about it for a couple weeks and then i went to my staff and i was like look and put him a six-month notice and um with that just doing that with no idea of what was coming you know at that point in time i i had a um this was forever ago but i had a two-year-old and uh before i my time would be up with that job i would have a a newborn wow so um and so my wife was gonna be out with like maternity and stuff and everything else and so this was it was gonna be on me and um and uh, we were leaving a support-based ministry, like where everything was, you know, how that goes, um, yeah. <laughs> like where every where everything's raised on donations. So I was literally turning over my support-based ministry to something I had no knowledge of, and um, and I went with that, and like I knew God had provided every day for the previous ten years, and that He wasn't gonna like let us fall or anything with that. But so just to put to put it in as clearly as possible, I put in my six month notice. I got hired at the job I went to next in ministry at five months and three weeks. Ooh. Ooh. So I I was literally a week away from like no job, no home. Cause I lived on the camp property too. So I was like a week out oh, from man homeless and um wow. it's just one of those things of like you know god's got this we're gonna be fine and like literally saying that you know like a week out that was just one of those like you know and i can look back on that time period with everything else and be like i'm not worried i've seen how this plays out i know wow. how this goes um you know if if, if, if it takes God showing up at the my perception of the last minute, he's still going to show up. So, oh, dude, and oh that that was a big that was a big level up for me, and like not spazzing at that point or trying to fix it all on my own. Um, but yeah, I think that's a big level up for me, just in regular ministry. Oh my goodness, yeah, that's oh that's absolutely huge, and nothing more scarier, right? Because like having a kid on the way and and trying to take care of that let alone your wife let alone you let alone just like what the heck's the next step and just man leaning on god it like it it is both the the best and the most scariest thing you can ever do in your life because because you just um one one of our um uh, one of our prayer coordinators here uh she put it kind of eloquently and i i still lean on this a couple of times for thought um god only gives you enough light for the next step that you're gonna take uh and 
that's a terrifying image because like imagine like dark rooms you, you're just gonna ledge you you don't know the space you're just going and like feeling it out with your tippy toes guys like Am I, is this good is this good am i gonna die um but but knowing and trusting that god's got that and if he's calling you to do something and like calling you to go all right dude like you're done here like you you need to now step away that's a big lean on trusting and especially for six months and and three or five months and three weeks till you get a response of like oh here there you go it's like oh man like i i'm i'm freaking out internally (laughs) just like ah there's so much oh dude but but so right like how, how you put it it helps you then later on to rem- to remember that like you've gone through what can be the freakiest moment but you leaned on god and god follows through god is faithful and, and he is way more faithful than we could ever be let alone just the idea of like that he he will take you and sustain you if he's called you to do it and and you just gotta kind of got to step up to the plate and be willing to do that so that's oh i'm still getting goosebumps on that story that's amazing um (laughs) legit i'm too amped on this um okay i'm trying for what would you like our audience here uh the the crew that's watching this the crew that's going to be listening on podcasts and watching this on youtube uh what are what would be a place that you would want them to check out to either get a hold of what you're doing? Because like man, these books we actually have um, our one dude Solomon's actually in the UK, specifically Wales, and he wants to hit up your book. Like how how can we uh, how can we be doing that? Um. So uh, the books are available on Amazon. If you want to buy them, and that covers like all the Amazons, they're available at all of them. Okay. Um, so you can get it Amazon.uk.ca, all of them. Um, but on like, so when the pandemic hit, and like you said, we were all kind of trying to figure out what we were doing with our lives in nerdy ministry at that point. Um, one of the things that happened when the pandemic hit was because we weren't going to cons, because we weren't having the connections we wanted, um, uh, we took every chapter from every book and put it on the website for free. Mm. Um, so, and you know, like, you know, so I don't care if you buy a book, um, <laughs> like, like, you know, cool if you do, but like, um, if, if the stuff that I've written is a possible way to help you grow and strengthen your faith, I just want you to have access to it. Mm. Um, so faith and um, and if you go to the blog section there, you can go to faithandfandom.org, click the little menu, do hickey, and mm-hmm. click blog. And if you click blog, every book is listed. So you can click one through eight, and it'll put all of those chapters together. Or you can go click Star Wars, and it will put all the Star Wars chapters in one spot. Yeah, you can man. click Marvel. And, put, yeah. and, do, and so, like, if you just want to do that to read... Um, to, you know, you can do that. Cause some people like realistically, I doubt any of the books I've ever written. Every chapter is for everybody. I know mm. like, the, cause like even the stuff that I write, I'm like, I don't want to read that again. <laughs> or, or like, you know, or I'll have guest chapters. Like somebody, uh, one of, one of our editors wrote, uh, a chapter on a fire emblem game. I've never played. Yeah. I probably never will play, 
but there's some people that connect with it. Um, so I, the, they've all, the heart of it has always been connect with what you can and let that be an encouragement. So if you want physical copies or digital copies, you can get those on Amazon. If you want, uh, to be able to read them, uh, you can, uh, just go to faithandfandom.org. If you want to listen, uh, to the podcast or one of the things we also did, uh, as I was writing book eight and maybe book seven, honestly, my memory is kind of blurry on that. Um, is that as I was writing, um, whenever we would post the rough draft on the website, we also would record it as an audio chapter. So right. on our podcast, you can actually go back and listen to, I know you can listen to all of book eight, um, uh, or at least the rough draft of it. And like, even with the stuff that's, uh, written now for book nine, that's not out yet. Like, um, there's a deep dive Bible study on Anakin Skywalker. There's yeah. one on the, uh, the movie spirited, uh, the Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds comedy. Yeah, um, there's, there's, you know, there's different ones and like, you can pick all of those up as well. Mm. And, um, with that, and you can find it on faithandfandom.podbean.com, which is the, our podcast channel. But if you literally go wherever you look for podcasts and just search Faith and Fandom, it'll pop up. Yeah, I'm just showing our viewers some of uh, some of your stuff here, man. Like there is a a plethora. So yeah, just as Hector threw down, threw down, whatever you're into, he's likely covered it and and definitely written amazing stuff on it like legit guys i cannot give enough hype to this spot like this has been good for me to even listen to from time to time on uh what kind of fandoms i'm into i get a fresh take on some heroes or ideas and characters um and it's also been a resource where i've been able to share that with some of you guys uh more directly in the past but um just being able to share that and Hector, I, I got to share another story um, because like legitimately your, your devotionals have been so cool amongst my teen crew. So um, before pandemic and I, I had I had just asked, you know, man, could could you send me just like a sample link on one of your devotionals? And you're like, oh, dude, like just here. And you gave me like a bunch of devotionals to, to, to be able to be ready. But that was all because one of our students uh she was hardcore atheist, just outright was just like, no, I'm not into God. But yet she kept on coming out to our program. So it was like, this is kind of weird. You you know, we're talking about Jesus, but yet you say you don't like him. So we'll kind of work it out. So I had one of your books. I believe it was, I think it was like the very first book. Yeah. And I just, I kind of put it to the side uh, along the table, just like out there, stuff like that. She eyes it up. She's like, huh, it's weird. Okay. And like all the while I'm doing a chat with other students and like doing all the, okay, so you're, you're good over here. I'll just keep hanging out with these crew. Dude, she couldn't put it down. Like she kept on like rifling through reading and you see her like get more and more in and in. I'm just like, okay, like we're going to get resources now for you. And we're going to figure this. But like legitimately she kept on coming out because of your devos and, and being able to just read them. And so like once you, you had that open to just being able to share and be able to go, hey, like dudes, like you should check out this one if you're into this fandom or this one, this one. Oh, and FYI, like support the guy. 
And more often than not, whenever we say support the guy, they're like within an instant, they're like, yo, I got the book. Like we're, we're getting amped for it. We're getting excited. Like I, I cannot oversell this stuff, guys. Like it, it's such good content. It's good, honest heart stuff. Um, I remember last year, your article on Luisa, uh, talking about Encanto and how you were getting wrecked on it. And to be honest, dude, as I was reading it, I was like, when it first came out, I'm like, okay, another Disney movie. That's all cool. Yeah. No, I immediately bawled just like, <laughs> just like you, man. I, I, I'm like, oh man, there's so much relatability. It's nuts. Um, and like, even to this day, I can't listen to it without like starting to get misty and like, oh. I only listen to the metal version of it. Um, <laughs> that helps. Um, our last night is like a cover metal band and they've got a version of surface pressure and that's the only person I listen to now. So it helps. Wow. Cause they, cause they scream it, you know? And so that helps. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh no. Cause like I was, Okay, even mentioning it almost got me misty-eyed when I was talking to, like, some people at our church. Because they were like, oh, what animated uh, movies would you recommend for kids? I'm like, oh, you have to hit this up. Because if you're not, you're missing a great opportunity. And they're like, oh, what's it about? And I started singing some of the songs, and I'm starting, like, ball. And they're like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. I just need a moment. Just, like, give me a breather. It was so ridiculous. But, like... Even just like being able to hear that from you and, and share that experience and, and being able to talk about burdens. What are the things that we are carrying? Which like after this pandemic, like you talk to anybody, they've been really kind of getting this realization of that. Um, I think pre-pandemic, we just kind of like tried to shoulder as much, just kept on going. And not that we're weaker because of it, but we kind of took that time emotionally to kind of do a little bit of self assessment or realization and kind of realized, Holy snap, like I am carrying some stuff and, and being able to process that. And like, we've having more conversations on our discord community here on stuff like that, being able to invest in people and just be a support and telling people it's cool, man. Like it's all right to be asking for that kind of help because Really, that's what we're here for. And um, I know I mentioned it earlier, and I'll, I'll show the awesome poster or show the sticker. Um, again, Emotional Support Hobbit, I think, is just a beautiful thing that you've created. I, I think it's so awesome. Um, yeah, you guys need to be following Hector here on on his TikTok. Uh, what is... Okay, what is the title again, your TikTok? It's... Oh. I Pretty sure it's a fluffy hobbit. Yeah, fluffy like hobbit. That. And one of the things too with the TikTok is that I, because I really wrestled with the idea of like, okay, do I just make this another faith and fandom thing, or do I try and do something different? Um, because one of the things that like m made me lean away from doing faith and fandom with TikTok is just most people are only going to give that ten seconds, and I don't know how much of a like breakdown i could get or like it, if it would just be a, a shot for you know just negative commentary and stuff like that so just like mm, it's like i was like i'm gonna wait this out and see because i didn't want to 
pearls before swine it mm. when it came to that way. Um, just because I know me and like if I'm putting a lot of heartfelt ministry time into a post and it doesn't even get the the lit like if it just receives the condemnation of it because i you know i've seen other christian creators and stuff do that stuff but i was like you know what i don't have this figured out yet but i can be encouraging so Mm. let's just be encouraging for right now um and that's one of the things like literally the last sermon we just preached at our church is that we're going through a um spiritual gift series and one of the the spiritual gifts we talked about the other days or the other sunday was um encouragement and because you know that is a spiritual gift Mm -hmm. um and um there's a verse that we read and you know i can look it up and send it to you for the show notes because i can't remember off the top of my head um (laughs) maybe i can look it on my phone um but it said that uh uh that uh we need to do good we need to encourage each other just for our neighbor's sake Mm. um that it's just like listen when you're encouraging it doesn't always have to be about an end game or a goal just encouraging people for the sake of encouraging them is a win and that's Mm. a good thing um i don't i don't believe in like watering down or hiding Mm -hmm. but just encouraging to encourage is is not wasted effort Mm -hmm. no 100 percent. and i i will say his my my favorite times with emotional support hobbit has been times where he's sitting with some bubble tea and just offering small tidbit of encouragement like seriously sitting in your car i feel like i i need to every time i see that segment sit in my van so then i feel like we're sitting in the same vehicle and just being able to have that kind of honest just straight conversation of encouragement support for one another um and yeah like legitimately if you're having a rough day his emotional support hobbit stuff is oh okay i'm gonna not ball i'm gonna promise i'm not gonna ball on camera but like legit has been an encouragement has been help and and it's been so good um and and by the way it's it's romans 15 too each of us should please our neighbors for their good to build them up so no that's awesome i'm throwing that right into our chat so then you guys and you know checking that out i was gonna say too the uh you know the bubble tea thing is 100 percent not original but i stole it and it's good um there's because there's a there's a there's a lady on tiktok that like does it and like it made me laugh and smile and i started doing it i was just like and i get tagged in her video or she people tag her in my videos all the time and i'm like yep 100% 100% stole this from you. God bless you. <laughs> it's all good, man. Like so in so on all in all honesty, I'll say um something that I took as an encouragement or an idea was actually uh your support has arrived. Um and that's from our over from the game Overwatch Mercy comes in and does uh, your support has arrived. Um but I I loved how you were legitimately just throwing encouragement out there. And I I think that's something that we as Christians really need to be showing some of that, some of that really well and not having to always throw a verse at the tail end of it to be like, oh, so like clearly, you know, it's got to be Jesus. It's like, no, demonstrating life and faith and being real and honest with people is going to get them interested enough and invested enough that they'll ask you where where'd that come from. And that's where we just, you know, live, breathe Jesus. And, and so 
being that emotional support hobbit, I also want to encourage that that train of thought of like, let's be that support to other people. Let's help them in some way. Just taking half a minute or or whatever, just to offer that encouragement and support. And so again, like Hector, I can't say this enough. You have been like an inspiration for what we do here on Graphic Word. Um, our heart for reaching out to peeps who are nerdy, who are definitely odd, because let's be honest, nerds are weird, and we, we should lean on that pretty well, <laughs> in my opinion, but 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 we're weird in a good way that we're drawing together. Uh, it creates that community already that we can now be supportive, encouraging, um, challenging one another to grow more, both in our fandoms and in our faith, and, and, right. and diving that even further in, into everything that we do. Um, so again, thank you a for the time that you've spent here and being able to chat with one of your big fans. Oh my goodness. I can't say enough, but like legitimately just, just your heart. Um, the biggest thing that I love about your ministry is you're, you're demonstrating your heart and what you're passionate about and you're passionate. Yes. About nerdy stuff, but you're more passionately about Jesus. And, and you show that in everything that you do, the encouragement that you offer. Um, and, and before before we piece off on this and stuff like that, uh, Tom is one of our guys is saying uh, the main man Hector is the boss. Yeah, you're getting some love off of the off of the stream chat, my man. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Um, one thing I, I'll I'll ask just uh, directly: Is there anything that we can be praying for you and not in like a cheesy way, but like legitimately, what can we be doing in, in prayer for you, man? Um, I think one of the biggest things right now is, um, I'm in a transition part of life. Like not that like everything's changing, but like it feels like everything's a little different. Um, I've got, you know, my oldest is like high school and, changing life and like i'm learning to be a teenage parent not just a a child parent and um you know our family's gone through a uh large amount of medical issues over the last um couple years and um like church wise like just there's there's been a lot of stuff that's changed as far as roles and stuff like that and um I think one of the biggest things is just being able to have a heart that's not discouraged and that is currently leaning on who Jesus is today and not who Jesus was a few years ago. Not that he changes, but like, I think I, I can get, you know, really a uh, single mind to the fact like, okay, yeah, I got what you said a couple years ago. I don't need to listen right now. Mm -hmm. um, just fresh ears and a, unhardened heart mm. i think would be probably most genuine part of it yeah heck yeah wow that's amazing no thank you so then uh do you mind if we just close off in prayer and just do that like honestly just pray some support into you man i'd love it sweet oh god i just i thank you for hector I thank you for, for this man that you've created, this this wonderful dude that is so wonderfully caring and passionate about uh, about Nerdum, about his family and investing in his kids and his wife. 
and God, they they've been they've been going through a lot, and um, I thank you for for Hector in different points being vulnerable and, and sharing some of that on his media and what's what's been going on. Um, but I, I thank you more so, God, that just like his level up moment, his biggest level up moment is just relying on you and find that strength and and rest in you and trusting what that next step is he doesn't know but he knows you got it and that you've got him and you've got his family so god i i i appreciate that his heart is for you that he wants it to be moldable by you that it's it's open and willing to take in whatever you're throwing down whether it's insights for a book or just honestly sitting in with you and just hearing from you and, and listening to that in scripture and in and, and worship and just in music and taking that to you and thanking him for that, uh, thanking you for that. Um, but yeah, may he have ears that are open, heart that's open, eyes always looking to you, ready to respond, just like he, he did at camp. Um, and a boldness to do that. And I, I just pray as he's transitioning through all these different things and times that you would just continue to show him how you are that bedrock everything else can shift but you are steady you are firm you are faithful and he'd be seeing that and he'd be getting blessing from other people and giving him that peace and that mindset too and that that affirmation so that when he looks through that he goes oh man clearly god's doing this clearly god's got me clearly god is moving in this way um yeah, I just pray for more awesome opportunities for him to keep on doing nerd nerding out moments at Comic Cons, uh, through through his books, through his podcasts, um, and just bless him because this man legitimately has a heart for nerds, and nerds are responding to that. And we, as the nerdy community, we we need stuff like this to even just draw us into the idea of like who you are to sometimes translate those ideas. Um, continue to give him your words to give him your mind to give him your vision and you'd hold on to that and we ask this in your name amen amen oh my goodness legitimately i oh i could go another hour i'm, I'm not even kidding <laughs> i'm like now i'm amped and all this kind of stuff like ah um but yeah no for those of you who are watching on on the stream uh hit up Hector's stuff here. You can see it here. Uh, I'm just going to make sure you guys can see it. Nice and big. Check out his website, faithandfandom.org. Uh, everything there for your nerdy goodness needs. Like, let's be honest. And y you need let me, let me just... Yeah. You do. Let me just say, too, uh, if, if anybody is planning to buy a book, don't start with book one unless you really, really want to. <laughs> Jump in whatever has more stuff you actually like. Yeah. <coughs> um. Because book one was a lifetime ago, and um, <laughs> like uh, there's a lot of fresher stuff in book eight than book one. Just, just mm. saying. Mm -hmm. And so another thing I want I want to break just a little bit um, is a uh, really cool thing that Hector does is in some of his books he's got special guests, authors, and writers, uh, and so check out some of their stuff. But what I love is like Hector is 
he's not a solo show. Like he's he's a dude that likes to get connected with other nerds in the mystery that they're doing. And in fact, that's how I've made some connections. Um, fangirling over Jesus is one of the connections that I've made because Hector got involved with her ministry and what she does. Like um, the picture that we've thrown on there for for you is actually one of her sweaters. It's the um, and my axe sweater. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, it's just so cool. She's going to do a show with me at the end of the month. Are you serious? Um, yeah, we're uh we're going to um I've got a, a show called Galaxy Con Richmond and she just confirmed with me yesterday she's going to come like be at my booth and kind of set up for two days there at that one. And um we actually uh I don't think that one got recorded. Maybe it did. Um but it was hard with the audio. Mm. Um but uh I normally do like a faith and fandom discussion panel and she helped me do one this past July um, and sat on the panel with me. It was pretty cool too. Yeah. Dude, that's so cool. Oh man. No, like honestly guys hit up Hector, check out his stuff. It's fantastic. It's got tons of stuff. It's the biggest nerdy faith rabbit hole. You can like totally dive into. So plunge in, send Hector some love and encouragement because like this dude is throwing down awesome stuff. It's great resources. I know some of you are already checking out his stuff, throwing it into the chat. That's awesome. Thank you uh, guys for doing that. And yeah, we're just going to close off the stream at this point. Uh, hope you guys have an awesome Friday and uh, don't forget to level up, yo. Take it easy. Hey there, are you a fan of Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit? Or do you have a passion to help uh, our nerdy youth or just uh, want to invest in graphic word? Well, this April is our Walk to Mordor fundraiser month. And we are looking for 50 heroes like The Hobbits and Lord of the Rings to join us in raising $10,000 in raising support for our ministry that goes to fighting off the darkness that our youth are faced in either depression or isolation and porting them directly. And so if you are interested in joining our fellowship and becoming a partner, partner in this work, in this fellowship, please go to qiu.ca slash walk to Mordor, where there's information about our fundraising event, but also if you are a person that just wants to sponsor one of our walkers, you can also do that by clicking into the sponsorship area. Oh, and FYI, if you choose to participate, there will be opportunity to win prizes for distance covered as well as for funds raised. So just in case you were a little bit interested. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day.